This man was for real walking through this movie in the deepest V-neck I think I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah. And I don't know why the hell he kept changing into it. The I fuck? don't know. He's fucking... He's like his... <laughs> It's like the Russell Brand of his time. Oh, Jesus Just the deepest V's possible. <laughs> it would have been better You're gonna if look he was at my Ru- chest. You're going to look at my chest, girl. Yo, it would have been better if he was like Russell Brand. And I want to say it was like forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's like, <laughs> yeah. inside of you, inside of you. Oh, my God. Or he's like, you come here for my bangers, my bangers and mash, or whatever that song was. <laughs> Dude, he was good in that movie. Oh, yeah, he was a trip. I mean that sex position where he like <laughs> arched himself all the way up. Or what else he say in that movie? He's like, <laughs> she was so funny. She's like, you got herpes. He's like, I don't know. I'm supposed to tell you they weren't inflamed. Like, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Damn, Russell. Oh God. I wonder who like if he was the first choice or second choice. You know, like or fifth choice. But he killed it. I bet it was written for him. It had to be. I think it was, man. With what's his name, Jason Siegel? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I think he was the best part of that movie with the Dracula fucking puppet show. Oh, yeah, that shit was good. <laughs> and Ben Hilsing. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. This is how you know how shitty this movie was. We're talking about a different movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, really crazy. Yes, we're, we're, this is not an episode about forgetting Sarah Marshall because <laughs> that movie is hilarious. And if you don't think so, then go fuck you. You don't chew big red. Fuck you. Like, whoa, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. But nah, yeah. Th- this whole movie was just. Woo. I keep going back and forth in my head about it because, like, I can see what they were trying to do. Yeah. And I feel like it has potential. Potential. Because part, parts of it are cool. It's just so muddied up with like all this random shit that did not need to be in the fucking movie. No. This movie needs to be like this is one of those movies that should be remade by like yes. a really competent writer and director. Like True. who's the fucking guy who did the uh Evil Dead remake? Oh shit. Hispanic guy, I think. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Someone like that. Yeah. Could take an old movie that or, like, because this movie, like, they were clearly trying to rip off Evil Dead. Like, to me, it's clear. Is it clear to you? Like, I like guess there's, parts. there's shit in this movie that, like, feels like they were trying to do, like, a more produced version of Evil Dead. Just very poorly. I mean, I can see it. I, I didn't get, like, the whole ripping of Evil Dead is, like, you know, their inspiration. I don't know, man. Because... There, it, there like, was no like Necronomicon and shit like that. It's you not know? A, no, no, no. Rip ups aren't always like going to like try to do the exact same thing. They're trying to like bank off of that movie, right? The same way that Friday the Thirteenth was banking off of Halloween. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I just didn't. I, I don't see know where man. the vibe it, is, but I didn't get it. It fucking stood out to me. I mean, motherfucker, you have like a pretty handsome dude in a fucking house rolling around with a double barrel shotgun with rubber monsters like okay i don't know man <laughs> like, i mean like weird good like the goofy comedy that isn't hitting like it wasn't on it probably wasn't on purpose in evil dead but it's clearly on purpose in this movie and it just is not hitting that mark no it missed the mark maybe i'm wrong it's just yeah. it stood out to me 
I mean, like like I said, put it like this. This is how much I had invested in this film. At the 37-minute mark, I paused this bitch and went and smoked cigarettes. And I fucking had to, like, question myself, like, can I finish the rest of this? Because it was just, like, I just didn't have a good feeling about this. It was just wonky. I kept going back and forth. Like, there were parts where I was just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then other parts I was like, all right, I kind of, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, and it's like, I mean... I'm sure I saw this as a kid and you ask people like I asked my roommate and he was, Oh, that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid watching it. Now I'm like, how the fuck did it scare the shit out of you? Oh, I don't understand that. I looked up reviews. It was the same thing. Yeah. A bunch of people saying this scared the shit out of them when they were kids. I don't understand that at all. I mean, this movie came out in 1985, 85. Yeah. Okay. You already had Halloween. You had, a Friday the 13th by then. I want to say Freddy night, was already out. I think a Nightmare, nightmare was, out. was already out. Texas Chainsaw was out. And it's like, and this movie scared the shit out of you? It might just be people who weren't allowed to watch the movies. Like real horror movie. Because this isn't a real horror movie. Like goofy horror movie. This is super goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Super silly. I mean, some of like the rubber monsters and stuff were fun. And like some of like the animations of them were fun too. Yeah. The ones that weren't completely practical. I mean, they were all practical, but, like, there was definitely some stop motion going on with some of them. I mean, the only thing this movie did for, like, me, kind of right top of my head, was made me realize why George Went was on Cheers. Because this movie drove him to be an alcoholic. (laughs) He was the best part of this movie. Yeah, he was funny as shit, man. Hands fucking down. Fucking weirdo neighbor. But, obviously, what? well, you know what we got to do before we say what's going on. That's true. All right, here we go. Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Trash for Brains, a podcast where we need to nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name is Philip Kinney. Achoo. And with me, as always, is Stephen Wallowich. Yay! <laughs> Hello. And I'm out. Like All a right. fat kid in dodgeball. Bye. <laughs> this episode is over. But no, we... Obviously, you clicked on this link. You know what we're talking about, but we're going to say it anyway. House. 1985. Yeah. It's about a doctor who solves a bunch of medical mysteries. <laughs> no, that was in the 2000s. <laughs> That's when he stopped being a writer and became an MD. He had a drug habit and he limped a lot. It was real crazy. <laughs> it would have been better if Hugh Laurie was in this goddamn movie. He probably would have killed it as yeah. a main character. He would have beat the shit out of these monsters with that cane. There's Roger. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about if it was actually House in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> that That's would have been saying. awesome too. If it was House with House MD. He was like, oh, I know what your problem is. You need to get beat with his fucking cane. <laughs> tap, tap. Yeah. So 1985's House, another movie that just is trying to like just jam too much into it. And and it just, it it's confusing. And I realized that, and I talked earlier with you, that this is the third film by Steve Miner that we've done. Correct. I'm not going to the fourth one. I don't even know what it is. I don't know if he did the sequel, any of the sequels. I don't know. And honestly, I kind of don't want to go do the sequel. We'll probably get to it. But right now, I'm kind of like... Uh. I think, yeah, it's going to be up to you guys if 
<sighs> if you think it's worth it. Yeah. Well, cause there's there's a good chance that like a lot of the people listening have good memories of this yeah. movie. I mean, I'm sure as a kid, like I don't remember seeing this. I mean, I know I've seen it before. The yeah. cover is, you know, with the creepy yeah. hand. Like, and I have shit. a feeling this is kind of like the gate in that aspect. Yeah. Where like I think a lot of people have nostalgia attached to it. Good word. That's what I was thinking. So they're gonna kind of think it's better than it actually is. Yeah, it's like... Which is fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to knock you for it because, I mean, there's a lot of movies, like we've said before in other episodes, we watch it as a kid and it was like our go-to and now you go back 20 years later and you watch it and you're like, what the fuck was wrong with young me? Sure. You know, you still hold a special place for it, but you realize that young you was a fucking idiot. That's true. And I'm okay with it because I've done it on many movies. Like, man, this movie was the shit and I watch it like, God damn it. I'm a fucking jackass. And there's going to be some of you who are just angry at us. Yeah. And you know what? Let the hate flow. No, what? <laughs> Let me feel your anger. Yeah. Tool to the dark side. <laughs> like, whoa, this got dark quick. But nah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like st- you with this. I'm stalling. Back and forth with this fucking movie, you know? Yeah. And there are some good, there is some good stuff. I think the best moment in this movie is when he goes through the mirror yeah he's hanging from the uh rope yeah to me that's the best part of this movie and and to be honest like we discussed before you know the whole vietnam aspect it's so fucking out of place it's so weird that it just like comes and goes and it's like i understand that it pays off in the end but you could have gone in a different direction like you didn't need this in the house. movie, like you didn't need the Stephen King aspect of the fucking movie. We didn't need a fucking horror writer. Well, see, he's not a horror writer. Oh, yeah, he yeah, is a he horror is. writer. Yeah, yeah, he is. My bad. Like, we didn't need, like, whatever. It's fine that he's a writer, but we don't need him trying to fucking write a book about Vietnam. Like, this this is a haunted house movie. movie. Yeah. We don't need this shit. And if you're going to do that, then fucking make a serious movie. Don't make this weird confused horror comedy movie yeah because to be honest like i get it's a haunted house and obviously by the end of it we know who has been haunting him or whatever or whatever with his house but it's like why don't you just do it to his fucking house like why'd you do it to his aunt's house sure but does that even make sense no the only way that his dead comrade could fucking get to him is through this fucking house yeah that's what i'm saying Did, did he ever go to this dude's house on leave like like I don't understand. But but here's the thing. It wasn't his house. It was his aunt's house. Right. So, like I said, why didn't he go invade his fucking house? Because this is supposed to be some kind of, like, portal to the other side. To Vietnam. I don't fucking know. Yeah, apparently to fucking Vietnam. Yeah, it's a portal to Vietnam. Because they keep going to Vietnam. Yeah, and it looks like Vietnam in your I, I neighbor's backyard. Yeah, I didn't know Vietnam had demons in it. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it just had little Viet Cong people. Why they gotta be little, Phil? It's offensive. They're little. <laughs> it's not offensive. <laughs> what they're, they're not they're beautiful people. They're not the lollipop kids, man. It's not like five foot tall people running around over there like <laughs> they might be. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I ain't never been to Vietnam, so but if it is I'm sorry. Y'all are short. They had to fit through the fucking tunnels, man. I feel bad if they're only five feet tall. They'll never know the fun and adventure of a roller coaster because they're not tall enough to get on a motherfucker. <laughs> well, the whole country is like that. Oh, God damn it. 
It's not weird to them, Steve. It's only weird to us. <laughs> it was like, you don't know what Space Mountain is because you can't get on it because you're not tall enough. But the way this movie started made me laugh, though, because somehow in 85, we already had grocery delivery services. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how this movie starts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's no fucking internet. There's no, like, you got a house phone. Like, did you just call up the Piggly Wiggly and the bagger just got your shit and brought it? And it seemed like he did this every week. So it was like every week that he bring the same shit. Like this lady only ate the same fucking Probably. seven meals a week. Most likely. Yeah. Weirdo. But then when again, I was a delivery guy, it was like that. Ordering the same shit every time. To the same house. Same house. Same old lady. Like, oh God. Did, did you ever like see her hanging from the fucking ceiling fan? No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you ever just walk in people's houses? Yeah. Like this dude? Uh-huh. Oh, you just walked in. Some, yeah. Did they tell you to, though? Yes, yeah. Because, like, this dude was, like, on the porch, and then he was like, fuck it, I'm going in. Wasn't the door open, or was it not open? I can't remember if it was open or not. I don't remember either. I think he he opened that motherfucker and was like, hey, what's up, man? I'm here. (laughs) Hey, yo, bitch. Yeah. And then walking around like, what's up? I got your Granny Smith apples, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You come get some, you hooker. (laughs) It would have been better if literally she was hanging from a ceiling fan. And then when he opened the door, she was spinning around because the fan got turned on when he flipped the switch. I don't even think he flipped the switch, but let's say he flipped the light switch and she was just spinning the fucking around. <laughs> it would have been awesome. Well, see, I mean, that would be like a good comedy beat. Yeah, like, oh. Where he's like, oh, God. And now he's scarred for the rest yeah. of his life. See this old lady spinning around by her fucking <laughs> neck. And then, like, right from there. That's another, would- like, weird thing about this fucking movie. It's supposed to, like... The comedy is so out of place. It yeah. makes no fucking sense. Like, it goes from being super serious to being wildly slapstick, back to being super serious again, and then back to being slapstick yeah, like, as fuck. I don't know what's going on here. Like, it's I'm not lost. like subtle, witty humor. No. It's like weird, like wonky humor. This is That's another reason why, like, I'm seeing, like, Evil Dead comparisons, because it's a similar... I don't think it was on purpose for them, like at least for the first movie. Evil Dead did it better. Well, yeah, I think it does it better because I don't think it was necessarily on purpose. No, it was. I think it was just circumstance for them. Yeah. Well, plus you had Bruce Campbell, too. So it's like, yeah, he's generally a funny fucking dude regardless. True. Well, he could be an asshole in real life. I don't think he is. I'm talking about the first one specifically. I think in the second and then Army of Darkness, I think it's very much on purpose. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi was like, all right, let's go with yeah. this. But, you know, from the kid finding the dead aunt, they go straight to the funeral. Yeah. And, and that's where you meet your main character, Roger. Ro- Roger. Roger. Roger Waters. Roger, Roger get to the house. <laughs> get to the house. <laughs> get to the I house, Roger. But it's like, but you meet, like, what is it, his uncle or something? And he's like, yo, your aunt went crazy. But now my wife's crazy as shit. Like, the fuck? We're at a funeral, dude. Will you calm the fuck now? And then I'd have been like, yo, homie, you're yeah. next because you're old as fuck. And he, he just repeats himself. Yeah, like, good job, dude. Maybe he's got dementia. And then Maybe he he's might. senile. I don't know. <laughs> he fucking might. What if this isn't even his family? He's just some <laughs> old dude going to different funerals. <laughs> and then Roger was like, yo, who the fuck are you? Huh? <laughs> and they just put her in the ground. That's it. And then you go to Roger's like, and he's like doing a book signing from there. Yep. And even he was weirded out by the people in line. Sure. Like, 
the fuck? Well, it seems like, yeah, and I think they're trying to make a point to be like, he wrote this book, and I think it's been a while. I think that's kind of what they're trying to get at here, is that he's just like, kind of, he has, he's only written one book, I think. I don't know if you, what you gotta think. Because like, like, basically the point is like, he's been writing this signature circuit for too long. At this point, I think he's written other books because people are like, "Oh, this is my favorite book." And then, uh, like that one maybe. guy was like, "What's your next book about?" And he's like, "Vietnam." And he was like, "Yeah, okay, right." Like, I want you to do more horror. Sure. It's like Stephen King. Does Vietnam Shakespeare. was horror. <laughs> it's the horror of my life. And like, the, what the one lady in line that kept talking about his ex-wife? Hey, how's this lady doing? Oh, we're we're separated. Oh, she's so lovely and shit. Bitch, if you don't shut the fuck... I ain't signing shit. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is more of that just badly placed comedy. Yeah. Or it's it's just badly timed, badly acted. Like It's like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, that's when he just tells his... I guess that's his editor, his agent, who the fuck ever. Yeah. I'm writing this book. You don't understand it. I need to release this. Like, And I'm sorry. Like, all these flashbacks of him and Nam... He seemed like he was like the bitch of the group because I would think like a Vietnam vet that went through some shit like that will be one of these motherfuckers. Not like crazy, but I'm always on guard. Sure. Like, I'm going to fuck something up, dude. I've seen some shit. I got no problem stabbing you with fucking toothpicks. You know, shit like that. Like, <laughs> everything's a fucking weapon. So, but no, no you're a fucking writer. Well, it's fine that he's a writer, but he doesn't seem like a good writer. This no. is what I'm saying. Is like I feel like he's only written one book, and it was that one horror book, Blood Dance. Because it's all like, all like, fuck, man. I don't even know the time in this movie. I don't really understand like what what happened when. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, like you said, the by now he goes to the house, the house, the house. <laughs> And yeah, the house. Yeah, which this house is dope as shit. Yeah, it's not like, get it what, fucking twisted. I, mean, I don't know what style it is. I don't want to missay it. Like I was thinking, like Victorian, but I don't think it's Victorian. It might know. be. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't know house styles. I, I know I this know motherfucker's an older house. We can style call it Victorian. That was like, yeah, we can call it whatever the fuck we want because this is our it looks like the show. fucking uh, Halloween Five house. Now this one looks cooler than Halloween Five, man. Because Halloween Five looked like weird. What was like the crazy looking one? Was it five or four? Doesn't fucking matter. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. But it's like, guess what? It's Victorian house. Deal with it. That's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking double wide trailer, son. But anyways, it's a it's cool nice. house. And yeah. she had that motherfucker all decked out with crazy shit. That's right. And Everyone was talking shit about her art, man. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that fucking. You know what? He's a shitty realtor. Because he always says some smart ass shit. Didn't he shoot something at fucking Roger? Yeah, fucking harpoon. Yeah, and he was like, oops. Like, <laughs> again, bitch, you knew what the fuck you were doing when you pulled that trigger. That's another fucking weird comedy beat. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, jackass. Roger should have went over there and went Vietnam. Who fucking fuck directed it. this movie? You know what? Steve Miner? Yeah. Fuck him, dude. G- guess what? Little Andy had more PTSD about Vietnam <laughs> than fucking Roger, and Roger was in it. Oh, that's true. You know? Fucking Viet Cong Chucky, but no. <laughs> Rogers is like getting shot at with a harpoon. You figure he would have snapped, went over there and like punched this dude. Rogers is like, yay. Like, yeah. Dude, come on. 
But then he's like, I'm not selling the house. Well, you let me know when you reconsider. Man, bitch, I ain't never selling this house. Don't fucking worry about it. And how'd you put it on the market that fucking quick? Like, God damn, it's been like three fucking days. That was a fast turnaround. Who authorized this? I guess it makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. But he Roger decides not to sell the fucking house for yeah. whatever reason. And then, like... He wants to write in it. Yeah, he wants to write his novel. He wants novel. to write about the horrors of Vietnam in this house. And the house where his aunt killed herself. Yeah, like, that makes sense. I don't fucking know. I mean, it'd have been different if his, like, aunt walked outside to the side yard and fell in a punchy death stick trap. Like, now, oh, shit. The weird thing to me is... Roger, his wife and kid, they lived in that house for a short while. I guess so. I'm going to go along with it. It seemed like it. Maybe. Because that's what his flashback was. Yeah, like when the his kid, kid goes dis- like when his kid disappears, he was in the pool. I guess may- either they lived there or were visiting, I guess, but I mean, I don't know. They were doing like yard work and shit. I don't fucking know. Maybe they were just helping their aunt out, It dude, could be, know? it like, could very well be. I was like you're an why, asshole. Like Fucking nephew, because you don't help your aunt out. I guess my point is, like, I don't know how much time has passed since the kid went missing. Yeah. Because the neighbors don't know him at all. And you would think they would at least recognize him. Yeah, so who said they could have just went there on vacation? Like, he said he grew up there. Yeah, like... And they spent at least, like, extended periods of time at the house with the family. So why don't the fucking neighbors know who the who they maybe are? they just moved in a fucking week ago, son. I doubt it. I mean, we don't know. You know, they don't tell us these things, and we come to I our guess, own conclusion. I, mean, I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like any time has passed since the kid disappearing. Yeah, like a very short amount of time. It's got to be because the kid should have been dead. Sure, if it was along like two a- years and or older. Yeah, so he's gone or whatever. You don't know why. Which is a flashback. Yeah. And now Roger's in the house. And what's the first thing that creeps him out? Uh, I can't, was it that door with the... No, I think it was... It's the... Um, he sees his son in the window. <laughs> and he... Remember he turns the TV off? Then he sees his son in the window, and he turns the vision off with the remote. Oh, God. Like, you know what would be better if he looked out the window, and he saw the fucking Creeper doll from Creepshow 1? Of course that would have been better. shit, like, <laughs> like... Which I think then he hears a noise coming from that room. And I can't remember... Did he see his grandma first? Yeah, I think he did see his grandma. I saw, saw her kill himself. Herself. Yeah. That shit was funny as hell. It's the house, Roger. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Run, like, God Roger. damn. Like, Get out of the house before it takes you to. Like, huh? Like, yo, lady, you could have just moved. It's cool. And yeah. then the demon comes out. Because I think the demon happens before the flying yard tools. Yeah. And then, like, so that demon. What the fuck was that demon? Don't know. Was he a plant? Guardian? Don't know. There's three, four, five. There's five separate demons, creature, rubber monsters in the house. (laughs) Rubber monsters. Rubber man. We see the one in the closet twice. And then there's another one who follows him around the house that he kills. Oh, no. The fucking tools kill it. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's correct. Cause and the one that's running around the house is the one that turns into his wife. Oh, the fat one? Yeah. The fucking goddamn. That, like, you know what that was? He saw his wife and was like, fuck yeah. Then the alcohol wore off and he saw what he really slept with. <laughs> it was beer goggles, son. It was like, oh shit, son, I got to fucking blast a hole in this bitch. But no, like, what I want to talk about is, okay, like the, the, the first monster, plant monster in the closet. Yeah. It clawed him, you know, cut his bathrobe and shit like that. So did he just go to sleep after that? Like, man, fuck it. You know, doors closed. I'm safe. And then he wakes up next day and gets all this fucking equipment. Hey, Steve. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah, who in their fucking right mind would do that? I don't know. If I open my fucking closet and some plant jumped out and slashed my fucking, well, I ain't wearing a bathrobe, so it just slashed my fucking chest. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I'm not going to be like, man, fuck it. I'm spent, dude. Let me go go to sleep because that monster's going to stay there because it don't know how to operate a doorknob. Yeah, this no. is... He sets up all this camera equipment. To open the door and nothing comes out. Like a fucking, like, so, yeah, he gets fucked up. I get it's the next day and a fucking truck shows up with a bunch of, like, a Radio Shack truck drives up and yeah. gives him a bunch of camera equipment. So he's got money, son, because you know this shit won't cheap at 85. No. Like, this motherfucker spent... And this is like Some money, son, like hundred thousand dollars. I I don't know what happens in this scene. Like I don't understand like the logic behind it. Like why are you filming it? Like not even like that. It's fine. Like set up the cameras. Whatever. I don't know why you need like fifteen. Yeah. Why does he run out? Like why does he have like this weird reaction that he's having? Yeah, because he, he like runs out, runs outside, like yeah, yeah. And he like, like that was like the test run, and he like skin, yeah, like is that what that was supposed to be? I think so because he didn't open the fucking door. It was like okay, let me see reaction time, and he like, and of course, why are you dressed in your Vietnam fucking military outfit? Like, because he was the best of the best, Steve. I mean, it's not like you open that door and it wasn't a plant monster. Charlie was behind it. No, dude, it was a fucking plant monster. Your Vietnam getup ain't gonna save you. So the point of this scene was to test his reaction time? I guess so. And then by now, he's here. He met his neighbor. Yeah. Okay. What What was his neighbor's name? What was his name in Harold. Cheers? Harold? I think. Maybe. If it was, it was. If it's not, it is now. I was going to call him uh, the dude from Cheers, but I don't even know his fucking name in Cheers. Norm. 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 So Norm lives next fucking door. Yes. <laughs> and... What, what's funny about this movie is like Norm's the first one to do it. Be like, hey, man, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, shit, you're Roger. What's his name? Roger Cobb or some shit. Sure. Sure. Look, RC. Let me tell you how <laughs> this shit works. It's like, oh, cool. And he's like, I, I got to be in solitude. Like, yeah, you're fucking weird. But I'm sure a lot of writers are kind of like fucking weird. You know, maybe he, like I said, he's an artist. He wants to be in the zone. But you're yeah. acting real fucking In order creepy. to write about Vietnam, he has to dress up like a fucking Vietnam soldier. Yeah. I mean, even though you were there, <laughs> you got the fucking memories. But guess what? I was in the service. I ain't got to dress up like a fucking goddamn in my military fucking BDU let's just to call tell you the, about it. Let's just call this what it is. It's fucking dumb. He's stolen valor. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> he wasn't really there. His version of Vietnam flashbacks were in his neighbor's backyard and all his little buddies were playing. That's true. That's what the fuck it looks like. It's very true. It looked like they were at like a Boy Scout camp and fucking ground. 
All right, everybody, we're going to fucking do this. And then you had the other scout troop dress up as Charlie, and they were attacking you. It was was a Boy Scout trip gone wrong. I can't even keep up with the goddamn Vietnam shit. No. And, I mean, it's just showing that, like, him and Big Ben were, like, buddies. Yeah. Or whatever. And where we're at now, he might have had, like, one or two flashbacks already. But it wasn't, like, nothing serious. He's had at least one. It looked like an ambush where they were talking loud, and then him and Big Ben were goofing off in one of them. It's like nothing real serious is going down. It's not like you were into Tet fucking offensive. Right. You know, calm it the fuck down. So... No, it seemed like there was just like five of them walking around the jungle, yeah. quote unquote jungle, <laughs> walking around fucking the <laughs> national park in her house. Yeah, <laughs> you some of these national park like, hey everybody. So he just is like, I need solitude to write my book, and like the way he was saying it was like creepy. Like what? Okay, dude. So then he goes back in, and that's when he tries to open the door again or whatever, and nothing's there. Nothing's there. But then he opens the door across the hall, and it's flying yard tools. And then he just shuts the door, and guess what? The yard tools stay floating till 20 fucking minutes from now. Yes. They just stay in the fucking room, man. It's cool. Have we met the fat demon yet? No. Like the big one? Mm-mm. I don't know if we've met it yet. I well, thought the first time you saw... It's all around this time that he, like, the demon turns into his wife. This is the same time, well, isn't it's, it? It's like the next day. Because the wife comes over during the daylight, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she's outside, and then, you know, he opens the door or whatever, and then out of nowhere, she just turns into, you know, beer goggles came off. Oh, wait. No. No, no, no. You you had the fish the after fish. the door. That's what it was, yeah. And it was the fish, because what happened was he was, like, writing on his Commodore 64. This also screamed Evil Dead to me. Yeah. And that fish, it was like, yo, okay, you know what? There was a lot of firsts in this movie. You had the first... Door delivery service for grocery. Uh-huh. You had the, the first talk of fish gift. The Billy Bass. Or whatever yeah, the Billy Bass. bass. <laughs> like, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> you know? And so, and the fact that when he shot it, it was like, <laughs> like <God. laughs> That fish didn't do anything to you, man. No, nah, man. And guess what? It won't jump it off the fucking wall chasing no. you around, man. It was just, just flipping and it. flopping around. But that's when Norm called the cops on him. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, oh, shit. Because. No. Yeah. He, he shot, shot again. Oh, Remember, no, no, no. he Norm calls when it. he shoots the quote unquote wife. Yeah. Like, your your hot date from last night showed up to be like, yo, you nutted in me. And the beer garbage came off and she turned fat as fuck. I'm like, oh, shit. That's how it happens. That's why he blasted her. He was like, yo, I ain't paying no more child support. Killed her. I'm paying child support and the kid that ain't even around, motherfucker. Like, wrong. So, it's probably true, actually. Roger Cobb's an asshole. So, yeah, he shoots, and then that's when Norm fucking sees him, and he calls the cops on him. Oh, it's a suicide. Like, no, you heard a blast, and he's just standing there with shotgun. How's it suicide? He'd have been dead on the porch. We Do we skip over? I think there's another time where they talk to each other because Norm calls his wife. Yeah. That's right. Like, before the fish and the wife coming over, for some ungodly reason, how did Norm get her phone number? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, she's a fucking celebrity. It's no, not like no she's going to be in the clue. fucking yellow pages. Couldn't tell you. Exactly. And he calls, like... Oh, he calls her come, fucking house. Yeah, you need to come visit your husband. I'm worried about him as shit. Like, what are you worried about? Because he, like... 
there was a point where he brought Norm in and were like was asking like, Do you believe in ghosts, Norm? That was this time? It was before this is that that was the reason why he called Roger's wife. Okay, because was that the time that Norm came over with the midnight snack? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Norm came over with midnight snack. He just walked in fucker's house. Yeah, went upstairs. Yeah, just went upstairs. Was like, what's up, dude? Like midnight snacks. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, my neighbor <laughs> ever walked in at midnight, being like, "Yo, you want some snacks?" I'm like, "Why the fuck are you in my house?" What was the Cheers theme song? <laughs> I can't remember. Fuck. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came I didn't really watch that show. I just remember Norm was on it. So, yeah, he just, that's when he was, like, questioning him, and he felt weird. So he called dude's wife at 2 in the fucking morning. Right. To be like, yo, man. I was just having some drinks with this motherfucker. What you wearing, girl? Yeah. <laughs> Would you, I, I'm worried about your husband. Take off that blouse. What? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. For $2.99 a minute, you can have... Uh, no, not $2.99 a minute. <laughs> just wondering who I'm looking at. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that that's why Beer Garden Chick come over. And I thought it was his wife. I you did know? not. You didn't? You knew it was a... Because fucking, of what she was wearing. Oh. You knew it was a shit show right out the gate. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she just come over looking all skanky. I don't fucking... What's going on? Yeah. Oh, I've seen a horror movie before. It's the house, son. I've seen a fucking a haunted house movie before. <laughs> looking all hookerish. And you're fucking 300 pounds all of a sudden. Like, yo, stay puffed. How'd you get so big? So, yeah, he just blasts this bitch. Yeah. And you're like, all right, she's dead. And then he drags it in the house. Norm never saw that shit. You know, he, he, he just saw him standing outside. He didn't see him dragging shit back in the house. Which is weird to me. Well, that's the thing is like, it's weird because like that monster exists. Yeah. So did he shoot nothing or did he shoot the monster? He shot the monster. Because that thing wasn't, no, but like that thing wasn't outside. The the monster. Yeah. Like it wasn't on the ground. It wasn't outside and it wasn't on the ground. So like to Harold, like he's just doing nothing like he's just acting crazy maybe it didn't exist now that i think about it because i mean i know he drug it under the stairs yeah and then hit it and then he heard the sirens and then he went out and like he was cleaning his gun he's like i was cleaning it a little it late the goddamn cops were already out front yeah he's like do and then the way he was acting you know the cops would have been like nah dude we got a lot more questions sure you know and he was like oh and then again another scene of oh you're Roger Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you wrote a book. Can you do me a fucking favor? What, you want to fucking give me a handy? I mean... No, nah, I got to go take a shit. So he had to be an established author. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't have just wrote one fucking book. Yeah. Just- I mean, okay. Maybe he wrote more than one, but it seems like he's been writing this Horror one novels. book for a long time. So he's been writing the fucking, like you said, the uh, circuit or whatever. Right. Publicity fucking thing. But... So, yeah, the cops end up doing whatever. And I thought the cops took his gun. They put it in the house. Oh, they put it in the house. Yeah. And then it disappeared. Which we don't see again, right? Oh, yeah, you see it again. Or does the monster have it? The monster has it. Okay. Oh, fucking tons of fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. Blood strokes him like twice with his (laughs) bitch. That's right, yeah. And that's when, like I said, for a Vietnam vet that saw some shit, 
He was getting fucked up by this monster. Yeah. Let's not even get it twisted. Like, obviously, he could take a butt stroke. I mean, if it was loaded, he'd be fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. He didn't defeat the monster, by the way. See, this is another weird thing about this fucking movie that is never explained. There are some things in this house that are protecting him. They're protecting Roger? Yeah. Like, how so? Because they killed the fucking demon. I don't think they were protecting him. I think when that door opened, them tools were just going to fly out regardless, and it just said, fuck it, I'm going to kill this monster. I guess. What do you mean? Like, they're just like... Possessed tools, but not by not possessed by any sentient Evil being. It's just tools. Maybe I don't know. Let's call Steve Miner up right now. I mean, we probably like, yo could. man, help me out with his fucking movie, son. Give him a fucking Google, man. I mean, he's probably fucking got dementia now. He's also he wouldn't know. He'd be like, I don't even know. My house isn't haunted. He'd be like, goddamn, Steve Miner, help me out here. See, I didn't feel that way at all. It seems like it was on purpose. I mean, because you think... I guess not. When he I mean, first opened that door, them tools, like, rose up, right? Originally. Yeah. But he shut the door. Obviously, them tools didn't have hands to open that fucking doorknob. But then when he opened it again, they just came shooting the fuck out. So, maybe, if he would have stayed upright, he would have got stabbed in the fucking eyes. Yeah, but then the tools didn't do anything. Yeah, they just fucking whatever. I don't know. I mean, what am I supposed Why to say? Why don't you have answers, Steve? I'm sick of your shit. Because <laughs> my last name ain't minor, motherfucker. God damn. <laughs> I didn't write this fucking movie. How about you know something once in a while? I know you're about to get kicked in the dick. <laughs> like, what? That's fucking harsh. So, it, But that would have, like... I don't know. You could cut so much out of this movie, and you could have added that as, like, a fun element of, like, maybe it's his fucking grandma's ghost helping him out. That was his aunt. Or whatever. Aunt. Grandma. Whatever, dude. She was old as shit. <laughs> it was the fucking ghost of Abraham Lincoln coming to his Who aid. Who gives a shit if it's the aunt or the fucking grandma? It's an old lady who hung herself. You get it right. It's the aunt. And from there. But why doesn't she have more of a play in this movie? Shouldn't, shouldn't she be there? She should be like a protector ghost. But I guess not. I mean, maybe, look, she warned him to get the fuck out of the house, hung herself a second and time, and then she was out, dude. They didn't have the budget to bring her ass back. Yeah, she went to hell. Yeah, she was like, I can't do this movie anymore. I already warned Roger, and I have to leave. Go suck the devil's dick for eternity. Whoa. See you I later, I say all that, man. She could have been playing fucking Parcheesi in heaven for all the fuck we know. People who kill themselves don't go to heaven, Steve. If she asks forgiveness, you know, all supposedly forgiven according to the good book. So maybe she said, oh, God, please forgive me. (laughs) And then hung herself on the ceiling. I don't know. I don't know how it works because guess what? I ain't crossed that bridge yet. And I'm not about to hang myself from that ceiling fan above your head to find out. Like, even though you're going to tell me, let's try this. I mean, yeah, I'll watch. Kind of like the plastic bag in an earlier episode. Put it over your face. (laughs) All right, let's try this. I got sheets bags. So, like, from here, he fucking, for some reason, takes the head out back, throws it, buries it, right? Correct. Okay. You didn't see this bitch in your fucking pool then? This is fucking, this is weird. It cuts to a fucking, like, 80s, like, bubblegum montage. Of him doing shit. And you think before he ever drug the body out, he would have dug the hole for it. Because you don't want to leave that shit sitting out like that. True. Because old fucking Norm would have seen your ass. It's wild that like this movie needed this to happen. Why did there need to be a body? 
Yeah. It's a fucking like ghost demon. Yeah. Couldn't you just have a shot of it like maybe like burning up or something? That like why do we sense. need to have a fucking montage? Like why did it like we don't need like this weird shit to happen with the fucking hand. Yeah. And like all that sh- all that shit that happens is unnecessary. And the goofy shit with the hooker neighbor. Yeah. Like, like all that is so out of place and it does nothing for the movie. No, it, it filler. Yeah, that's it's how just, I took it. It's bad filler. Like cuz you thought like yo this chick is just your little hookerish neighbor, you know, trying to be like, oh, like, I know when a man wants to work and I know when a man wants to play. Be like, look, lady, calm the shit down, dude. You whore. Get out of my fucking yard. Why are you swimming in my fucking pool? Because, let's say, Roger, we're trying to get her the fuck out of there because he's trying to bury this fucking, what did he call it to? I have no fucking I idea. forgot what he said it was, but it was like, yo, that's fucking. Uh, clearly, there's a fucking hand, like, I love when movies try to pretend like you can't see down just yeah. because you're looking forward. Like, I don't see what's on the rug down here. You know, like, no, because I'm, I'm looking at you. That's insane. Yeah, that's stupid. Obviously, you ain't got peripheral vision if you're getting filmed. It's just like, everyone has just tunnel vision. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, so, there is clearly a hand. That's what I'm trying to say. That's like reaching for this fucking woman. So, and, and what, when, like, when she left, she was just like, oh, I'll talk to you soon. Nobody knew it was going to be two hours later. And now, hear me out on this. So, he went back in the house after burying this shit. And then decided to dress up in jeans and a regular t-shirt. Regular button-up. The lady shows back up. And you're like, oh, man. And, you know, my first thought was, oh, shit, man. Dude's going to get lucky. This lady's going to get murked by a fucking demon. Or something, right? Yeah. No. Guess what? They threw me for a fucking loop. I didn't know she was going to throw her kid off on him. I would have whooped her ass. I don't know what to say about this pointless shit. Yeah. I mean, I get like the kid came over and the hand was on his fucking back because the dog dug it up and shit. Uh Stupid ass dog. But it's like I get that part. And then the mom was all cool with, you know, possible neighbor diddles in the bathroom. Little kids in there crying. He's like, oh, shut up. Let me get this hand. And then flushing Dude, the hand. Dude, this whole thing comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. Like, fuck what is actually happening. It's pointless. Yeah. It does nothing. It's, like, I don't want. That hand wouldn't flush down the toilet either. No, of course not. Like, get the fuck out of here. There was some fucking PA reaching his hand up a fucking tube and, and grabbing that shit. Like, oh, fucking. <laughs> And then, like I said, he comes out the bathroom and it's like, like, okay, blah, blah. And like, now you got to babysit my kid. It's like the movie stops and it's like, we're going to have like some weird sitcom shenanigans fucking pop off for a minute. Yeah. Like it made no sense. Like everything about this kid being there because it's wild. This stranger is fucking bathing this child. Yeah. Like she pawned the kid off to go get dicked up probably. Yeah. Or do some coke because it was the 80s. And then the only thing this fucking... I even want to say it served was the two little creepers. We only see once. Yeah. Coming to get and try to drag this kid up the fucking fireplace, which guess what, everybody? Fun fact. One of them creepers was a lollipop kid in the Wizard of fucking Oz. <laughs> nice. So this was like a 60 fucking five-year-old man <laughs> freaking in a little fucking suit. <laughs> so That's not surprising for some reason. Why didn't they use Warwick Davis? He was alive. He was doing Willow, motherfucker. Yeah, just put him in his leprechaun uniform. He'll be all right. 
Mike brought me gold coin. <laughs> be like, oh, get the fuck out of here, you lucky charms bastard. But yeah, th- this whole shit served no purpose because you never see the little creepers again. You don't see the kid or the fucking lady again. You don't know why they shut off in the fucking goddamn chimney because yeah, where were they gonna go? Never, never. That's land. the weird thing about this movie. It's like. The demons are very tangible, but you don't really know what their rules of existence are. Wait, why like, did they take them to the medicine cabinet? That's what it's like. You don't know. Like, can they just disappear and go back to their world, or do they have to go through these little portals? Yeah, nobody knows. And then I don't fucking how know. they give up so easy. They're just lazy, I guess. Yeah, they're just like, man, fuck it, man. We're spent, dude. Yeah, fuck it. Like, well, they are old men, apparently. Yeah, let's go get some nachos. Like, they just dip the fuck out. So, like I said. This movie, the most half-assed fucking demons I've ever met in my life. Most movies, demons try to finish what they started unless they get killed. (laughs) These demons are like, man, fuck it, we're out. They're like, we don't care. I don't even know what they're trying to do with this child. And then, like I said, with every other thing in this movie, when the demons show up, it's like the minute, I guess you could call it a so-called threat is over, life goes back to normal. Oh, man, fuck. This kid was in this fucking dirty ass chimney. Let me give him a bath. And what would have been really Yeah, good. nothing happens. Yeah. What really would have been great if he's in the bath and when that kid, he was like, don't do that. And he threw the sponge. If he just jumped up and like football like this sponge back <laughs> at him, like, pow. What did I tell you? He's like, I don't even know why I'm fucking with you. Like, why are you here? Your mom's a whore. Like, yeah, that's what, like, this movie needed to, like, pick a side, either, like, or, like, if it was going to do comedy, it needed to, like, go to, like, naked gun levels of fucking comedy. Hey, you don't talk about Lieutenant Frank Drebber. <laughs> like, it needed to go to, like, the extreme. He would have been good in this movie. <laughs> but, yeah, because it, it just went back to, like, wholesome fun or whatever. But then again, like I said, you're babysitting a kid. You don't even fucking know. But, like, that's the end of it. Like, watches the kid. Mom shows back up. They go away. End of story. And then, for some reason, as soon as they leave, he switches back to his Vietnam garb. What the yeah, fuck? It's time to get serious. And th- this is when he sets everything up and calls Norm over. Yeah. After he shunned him after the cops called, he's like, you could go home, which we didn't discuss. Like, he oh, knew yeah. Norm called the cops on him. Yeah. So, whatever. He gets Norm over there and gives him this dumb story about this raccoon comes out at midnight. Like, what? Why is the ra- get the fuck out of here? And yeah. if you don't shoot it with his fucking Moby Dick harpoon, yeah. you know, he'll get away. You gotta hold him. Like yeah. he dug a hole up into the roof. Yeah, like what? What kind of fucking raccoon is in your house? I don't know. There's a fucking evolved raccoon that's really a termite and he's digging burrowing in your fucking like, house. Like I get what's going on. You know, he's just trying to get Norm to fucking do something. I don't know why. I'm not exactly sure why. No. He needs him for this. No telling. Because he just wants to beat it with a fire poker, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and then he's like, shoot it. And Norm's like, oh, like, nah, motherfucker. If if that would have been us and you gave me a raccoon story and you open that door and that fucking plant demon came out, yo, I'm yeah. shooting that bitch. He sets up like this quint level harpoon system with the fishing the fishing pole and the harpoon gun. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't understand. I'd have shot that motherfucker. Oh, all right. I guess, like, the door, like, is a portal to whatever the fuck. Demon world. 
Yeah, it's Portal and two. it's Vietnam. <sighs> yeah, he gets drugged through Vietnam. Yeah, and then Norm, you know, tries to grab him, and then Norm, what does he say? I'll hold on. You was the last thing I <laughs> do. Yeah, you didn't hold very hard. Right. You were like, nah, fuck you, Roger. Have fun. And he was gone. And how did Roger come back through the door? I, I fucking can't remember off the top of my head. He just runs back to it. Okay, so he runs back to it. And now... Like, he witnesses, like, another, like... It's like a flashback, but, like, in VR. So he's, like, actually there. <laughs> you know? Oh, the one where... Um, where a dude dies. Big Ben gets taken. Yeah. And... So the Viet Cong take him because Big Ben was like, kill me. And he's like, no, I'm going to go get some help. Like, what? He should have been like, Scoutmaster, Big Ben's on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Do I still get my badge for this? Yeah. Look, I'm going to go back. I'm going to get my badge. Please don't touch me again. Please don't touch me again. (laughs) Big Ben's like, kill me. He's like, why you grab my crotch? Just go with it, Big Ben. (laughs) You're not going to be alive to show anybody on the doll where I just touched you. I don't want to go back in the tent, okay? Yeah. like, us stay out here. So Big Ben gets drug off, and he's like, Roger, I'll kill you for this or whatever. Like, okay. So then I guess now This you is finally- literally the only setup we get for the third act of this movie. Exactly. But here is the fun part. So he runs away from Charlie, goes back through this fucking door, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. When he got sucked through the door, Norm decided he was just going to drink Three quarters of a bottle of Jack Daniels and pass out on a fucking mattress that he had. We in that have room. no idea how much time has passed. Enough for him to drink that fucking whiskey and go to sleep. Go to sleep. Wake up. Didn't call the authorities. Didn't call nobody. He's like, oh, "Fuck it." And then he's True, like, but I mean, like, what the fuck are you gonna say? I mean, hell, you say whatever. Be like, "Yo, man, like this fucking shit happened." What My ass would have went home. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm like, out, dude. Well, Roger's dead. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I'm about to have a new neighbor. <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> this haunted house ain't Pretty my much, problem. Yeah. And so, yeah, he just decided to get fucking hammered and pass out of the dude's house. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Jesus Christ. So he jumps back through, and then somehow after drinking all that whiskey, he's like sober. Perfect. He wakes up like, hey, man, what's up? That's how you knew he was meant for cheers. Yeah. He's a fucking alcoholic. Sometimes you want to go wherever. This movie drove him to that bar. I'm not going to argue with that. It would have been better if Ted Danson had a cameo in this fucking movie. God, he would have been better in this movie. Like, oh, shit. Been like Ted Danson from Creepshow. Especially if he was wearing that deep V. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> it would have been gangster as shit. What's up? I'm Ted Danson, bitches. Like, <laughs> oh, what's up? So, yeah. So then that's when Norm just goes to fuck home anyway. Yes. And then Roger concocts this plan. Like, do we ever see him again? No, I don't think we do. I don't do. think we do. Like, no, no, we do. At the end, you see him just come outside his house. Oh. Because what happens, like, we're not going to go there yet, but he goes home, and then that's when Roger's, like, whatever, doing his thought process, and then he goes back to that painting and moves the blanket and sees little boy in the fucking medicine cabinet. Yeah. And somehow, like, oh, shit, son. That's my boy. Two plus two is four. I got to go check out this medicine cabinet. My son. And what's funny is he opens it and there's like Q-tips and shit in there. You know, that means the aunt knew. Yeah. This motherfucker. We also but, didn't talk about that. Like the weird and the flashback with the aunt. 
when the boy disappears, how like weirdly like happy and okay she is with this. She put that motherfucker in the medicine cabinet. It might have been her. I think she's an accomplice with Big Ben. I wouldn't doubt it. That's why she killed herself to be with Big Ben. Yeah. And plus that she didn't want to go to jail. Like that gymnast coach that was in trouble <laughs> recently. He killed himself because he was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be doing serious time. So I'm with it. Fair game. And, and that's how you put current events in these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That shit. He goes in the medicine cabinet and decides, well, opening it don't have a portal. I'm going to throw a chair at it. Or whatever he threw at it. <laughs> he, it he threw right like a it. fucking stool at it or some shit. And it went right through it. And he's like, oh shit, son. Now I got to use his scout knots to make that rope. He did, yes. Yeah, exactly. He got a badge for this. Except for the second shot, it wasn't like that anymore. <laughs> no. And he threw it down, and then he said, I'm going to climb down this bitch. And I know I want to fuck. Cool. Well, he threw some shaving cream in there or whatever. Like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> Wee. <laughs> and then, but like what I didn't get, like when he was climbing down, he had a shotgun. And he let that fucking skeleton bat. Oh, it was like a fucking pterodactyl. Skull-faced fucking pterodactyl. Steal his goddamn fucking shotgun. Motherfucker did a flip and shot it. Yeah, like, <laughs> said, oh, he did? I think so. I'm going to pay no attention. <laughs> I just thought he lost his shotgun. And now but, I remember it comes back and shoots the rope. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh he Yeah, it twirls it. The pterodactyl twirls the shotgun and shoots the rope. Which. Like no, a fucking cowboy. It's just stupid. And then that's when he lands in Nam. I like, I like that scene. I actually think it works. The pterodactyl? Yeah. Like when he goes like through the um, mirror hole and yeah. then he's like dangling. I think that whole scene works pretty well. So he lands in Nam. That's a shitty portal. Like of all places, you end up in Vietnam. We just have to accept the fact that they had two sets. Yeah. And that's just all there was to it. No, they really didn't. They had the house with the pool and behind <laughs> yeah. the house in the pool was Vietnam. You're probably not wrong, man. It was really crazy how they did it, man. It was wild. Because I think I saw the pool in one of the non-flashbacks. No, I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucked up. You saw the ant well, over there waving. technically waving. you do, kind of. The, the ant was over there like, I got apple pie for like, everyone. I don't like, understand this portal, man. Like, There's he, too many entrances and exits. He dr- yeah, he drops into the water, which is also a portal back to Vietnam, where his son has been being kept in a bamboo cage yeah. the entire time. Has the kid been in Vietnam the whole time? I think so. That would have been great if, like, when he walked up and his... I don't even know his kid's name. Me neither. All Jimmy? Right, t- Timmy. Okay. Who gives a shit? Jimmy, like, Timmy? I think it's Jimmy, to be honest with you. <laughs> it hey, might hey, be Jimmy. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. Jimmy. We'll say Jimmy. Fuck it. And if he walked up and he's like, oh, Jimmy, are you okay? If he was like, like, like he's been there so long, he has learned a fucking language. And you were like, the fuck? Amazing. That would be great. I like, would have loved that. He had a little rice paddy hat on. Like, he should have. It should have been something like that. Nah. It should like this should have been more of a challenge because yeah. this is nothing. He finds his son. The cage just opens, which well, means he like unraveled the chain. Like yeah, no, which so, means Jimmy could have gotten out the entire fucking time. Yeah, Jimmy's a piece of shit. There he was wanted no, to be there. It wasn't even locked. Jimmy 
had decided in his own mind he wanted to stay in this fucking cage instead of going to the real world and having to go to school yeah, and shit. Jimmy's a fucking quitter. Yeah, Jimmy's like, yeah, fuck it, man. This place is a lot better. Big Ben feeds yeah, me Bing, fucking noodle yeah. dishes. He had to have been feeding him something. Yeah, like, maybe some rice dishes. Who yeah, knows? Well, he won't malnourished or nothing. He looked perfectly fucking normal. Got some fucking orange chicken, some fried rice. Big, Big Ben was feeding him something. Maybe some fucking egg rolls, so, some rice. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben. He's like, hey, we, we gotta go. Uncle Ben's gonna show up. Like, who, who the fuck is Uncle Ben? And it was a little dude on the rice box. Like, hello, everybody. Oh my like, God. That'd have been great. But anyways, like, this problem is solved super fast. Yeah. He gets his son, they go back into the water, and for some reason, it the teleports them back into the pool. That's fucking nuts. Like, okay. Why, why? Again, why does this fucking alternate reality wherever have different entrances and exits? I don't know. There's like, three that we know of. You should go in one. And then guess what? There's you probably more because way. I feel like there's five of these fucking movies. So I think there's like four of these. There's movies. at least four. Yeah. And I'm hoping to God it don't follow the story of Roger fucking Cobb. Good Your God. story's over with. <laughs> Please no. Fucking knock it off. So lo and behold, he comes back to reality and you think it's all over until Uncle Ben knocks on your fucking front door. It really should have just been over. Yeah, it should have been done. You got your kid back in the movie. We didn't need Uncle Ben's retarded-looking fucking Vietnam skeleton. It, it looked like it, shit. Like, it's almost like so bad that it's actually kind of entertaining. It's so bad that not even his mouth moves to the words he's saying. No. It looks like someone has like their... Like, it's like there must have been like just like something in the actor's like mouth that was moving and like kind of moving like the prosthetic. No, you know what it was? Uncle Ben has spent so much time in Vietnam, it's like them movies where they're like, hello, I won't kill you. And then the mouth just keeps moving. That's what it was. He spent yeah. so much time. It's just a bad dub. Yeah, bad dub, son. And it wasn't dubstep. He <laughs> <laughs> should have been. He should have came back with this dubstep. Is, this shit is just goofy, bro. Yeah, it's goofy as fuck. That's why I was like, really, dude? Like, It is hilarious how like when fucking Roger goes into the kitchen, but it's really like a door to like a cliff. Yeah, an ocean. Like, it, like it was hilarious. Like <laughs> he takes his belt off and like loops around his Like Indiana in. Jones the fuck out of this shit. Did you notice that fucking Ben ricochets off a rock? At yeah, the his head like, <laughs> it was his helmet or his head popped the fuck off. Oh, this shit was good. And I was like. That actually got a laugh out of me, actually. At, at that point, I was like, all right, man, Uncle Ben's dead. No. Of course not. Uncle Ben shows the But also, like, should have been because the end of this is garbage. But, like, the whole chase scene where, like, Uncle Ben's got, like, the M60. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he didn't bring enough ammo for this shit. No, he had, like, 15 bullets. Yeah, like, and he's like, oh, I'm out of ammo. We're like, really, dude? I I didn't even see no bullets, man. It's not like those magazine fed. You're a ghost slash demon. Like, what are you talking about? What do you need that shit for? And then, like I said, when... He throws him off the cliff, comes back in, and then that's when Roger goes to find Jimmy, even if that's his name. And then Uncle Ben's got him. And then Roger jumps at him. And like to me, in this moment, Roger was still afraid of him. He just wanted his kid back until somehow you had a Ginsu fucking knife and you cut his goddamn hand off, but then Roger's hand grew right back and he's like, now, all of a sudden, he ain't afraid of him. You've been running from him for the past 10 fucking No, minutes. he didn't get hurt because he wasn't afraid of him. Which, I don't think his fear dissipated that fucking quick. 
I don't know. You know. I mean, I agree with you. Maybe he had a PTSD snap, and he was like, ah! I guess maybe because he thought he killed him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve Miner. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. And so, yeah, he's like, I'm not afraid of you. And then he's just like, he's giving my fucking kid back. I, I, I'll slit his throat. He's like, no, shut the fuck up. And oh, then he's like, give me this your grenade. Is so anti-climate. Like, it's like Scooby-Doo-esque the way the fuck this monster's speaking. He ripped Big Ben's like, fucking head off and it was the, it was like, Norm. Might as well have. Yeah. Norm was behind like, all I'll this. get you. You wait. Yeah. And I'll he's like, get you. No, you won't. Let me borrow your grenade real quick and shove it up in your body cavity. Why you need a grenade on if you're a fucking ghost, dude? Like, seriously? I don't. Yeah, the ending was so whatever. And the fact that, so he blows up, causes a house fire. Yes. And then somehow the wife shows up in a fucking taxi. Norm, you see him again because he comes outside like, what the hell? And then Roger comes walking out. Everybody's all fucking happy. You know. Would a grenade cause a fire? With a grenade? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's an explosion. I mean, if shit's flammable around it, fuck yeah. Right. So. I mean, a fire like this, you think it would start? I'm just curious. I I'm don't not, think this I'm fire, not saying, like, I'm not trying to, like, talk shit. I'm actually curious. Honestly, it would have blew the fucking side of the house out. Right, that's what I'm, that's what know, I'm asking. Like, like, it wouldn't have just, because he blew it up in the bedroom. Even though it was in a man, he was a decomposed man. It wasn't, like, whatever. Even if you stuck it. I laid on it. Like, if I laid on a grenade, I would control the blast. It would just blow me the fuck up. Right. You know, but like a decomposed dude, I think enough, it would have blew sides of the house out. Yeah. You know, or at least the windows. But no, the window stayed intact while the flame was going on. You know, like, no. Yeah, I just figured like the body would have exploded and that's kind of all it would be. Not caused a fire. Yeah. Maybe it burned his fucking old, tattered, decomposed fatigues. <laughs> And then that caught the bed sheets on fire. <laughs> you know, like, let's go into detail. It just caught everything on fire. Fuck it. Maybe Roger pissed gasoline on him. I don't know. But then he just walks but out the regardless, house. regardless, they walk out. The wife is showing up right at this moment, of course. You know, magic. That'd be funny if he shot her with a fucking shotgun. Like, oh, like, nah, God, bitch, my, my I, son is alive. I played this game before. Boom, boom. <laughs> or if, like, the wife showed up and he dropped little Jimmy off with Norm... And then they started banging in the fucking yard. Because <laughs> like, that's what this neighborhood does. They just drop kids off with random people. And then that was the end of the movie. I, I would have much preferred, like, the house to, like, crumble in itself. Like like poltergeist? Yeah, like some, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Poltergeist, phantasm. Yeah, shit like that. Like, just, you know, but no. The house stayed there, and we get three more fucking movies. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I don't know if they're all the same house. I have no fucking clue. I would think they're the same house, just different tenants. <sighs> I feel like I've just been a fucking dick about this movie the whole time. I think it's because I don't remember. Like, I watched it fucking today, but like, it's one of those movies that was so forgettable. And my only way to get through this episode is talk shit. I mean, I put it like this, man. Like, I don't really remember it as a kid. I remember obviously watching it because, I mean, we used to watch a lot of horror movies as kids. But if I haven't seen them since then, it's like, obviously, it didn't do enough for, like, nostalgia factor for me to be something that I've watched Man, over the years. There's just, like, there's too much happening that has nothing to do. Like, I don't even know exactly what, like, could you condense the story into a paragraph? Like, what exactly is happening in this movie? 
True. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of shit like going I mean, on like, that. Take cut- like all like take all the filler out. What is the story? Like, what's the through line through the story? Like, what is it? The house is fucked up. Like, is that it? Because that's not really a story, right? No. That's just like a haunted house, like you said earlier. Like, what's Roger's story here? He wants to write fucking Vietnam book. And Big Ben, okay, guess what? We're going to go off on this right now. Here's how I think about it. And you're probably going to be like, yeah, we got to cut this shit. But here's the through line. Roger is so, like, sad and fucked up, and it holds on his mental shit about Nam. And he feels the only way to get through and to be like, okay, be at peace is to write this fucking book because he feels bad about Big Ben because he let Big Ben get drunk off. He just ran the fuck off. True. So maybe he's got some kind of trauma and he feels like, I need to write this fucking book to just like release it. Right, but is that conveyed? But what the fuck does a house got to do with this? You is know? that conveyed during the fucking story? Like, not really. No. Like, yeah, sure, we get the flashbacks, but like someone, a better writer and a better director was needed for this fucking story. And I would like to add a better aunt was needed because she could have told Roger like a little bit better to get the fuck out of the house. Probably. Not that bullshit and hung herself. Guess what? You can hang out for a minute and tell me some shit. And then you you can still go hang yourself. But give me like more than one sentence like, oh, you get out of the house, Roger. <laughs> Wrong. Don't bury your kids there, Roger. <laughs> Storm's coming. Who shot him? <laughs> what? <laughs> or, you know, like, so shit can happen. Maybe Roger shouldn't have been a dick and numb and let his friend get drug off to a POW camp. That's true. Maybe he shouldn't have been such a bitch. You know? Why? You know what happened? He watched Big Ben get drug off. Big Ben was pissed about it, but Roger was more concerned with the $5 sucky sucky that he was getting in town. He was like, yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Big Ben. You ain't fucking that chick no more. Uh-uh, that's my pussy. Like, Whoa. Here's my fucking fix for this. Remake this movie with some competent people involved. Connect it to the Evil Dead universe because it clearly wanted to be part of it. I think you got something. Like, yeah. like this I mo- think you have, like, like make it a part of the Evil Dead universe. Just a fucking side story. Have some fun character actors playing some of the parts. And the Necronomicon! And I think you could have... Yeah, you could even add like something like, like yeah, something that has to do with the Nepr- Necronomicon or the something like that. has the Necronomicon on that bookshelf. Yeah, something like that. Like, I think you could actually do something interesting like that. Um, I think, I don't know. I like, just think, I think this movie could be remade and actually be really good. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm with you. I'm at, like, a crossroad because I'm going to tell you right now, my rating for this movie is going to be low. It, I mean, because, yeah. then let's go ahead and do the ratings and then I'll explain to you. Like, I will give this movie five creepy hands. Well, no, no, no. I mean, three creepy hands. Three I, creepy hands? Yeah, because I was I was holding five up, like five fingers for a hand. That's why I said five. <laughs> I'm giving it three. I'm maybe giving, four. <laughs> That's fair. I'm giving it four wet rubber monsters. Fat <laughs> <laughs> um, beer goggle ladies. Three of them. And honestly, I'm giving it four because like, I really feel like... I just feel like they had something. Like, just They just didn't get there. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to say three to four. Okay, I'll say three and a half. Meet myself <laughs> in the middle. But it's like I don't want to say that and be like, "Oh, you're shitting on this fucking movie." You know, we loved it as kids. Like I can see it if you weren't allowed to watch the real horror movies 
And this yeah, was and like, you got this. Was this like a fun, yeah. campy horror movie. Yeah, sure. It, yeah. it would have nostalgia factor for you. I get that, but it's like watching it now at my age, it's like, what What the fuck? Like, I'm, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying it like there's, just, there's too much going on. Yeah, there's too much going on that has nothing to do with anything. Because as a kid, you're not focused on yeah. the legit story Here's of it. The thing. You see all the random shit. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. I think your nostalgia cool. is probably based more in like the rubber monster stuff. Most likely. Like seeing crazy shit. Yeah. Like, oh, God, you know, whatever. Which I'll agree. Like, that's fun. I mean. There's nothing to hate about. No. Like I said, I don't hate shit. this movie. I will still recommend somebody to watch it. I think it's worth watching. Yeah, yeah. it's worth watching. I mean, just obviously, it's goofy. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, yeah, I might have said at the beginning, like, you know, I had to take a smoke break because whatever. But I do that with most movies. But this movie, <laughs> it was kind of like, God damn it. Like, yeah, I, no, I, agree. I had a different memory of this movie than watching it now. So it was kind of like throwing me the fuck off. I agree. Watching this movie, I was just like, this is not good. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. <clears throat> I feel like I brought in bad energy to this fucking episode. Well, I, I wouldn't say you did. I brought some of it too. So if, if, if this episode was kind of like a, like, what the fuck? I know. I just didn't have a lot to fucking say. I would like to apologize. <laughs> I'm so goddamn sorry. And in this next breath, he will tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, go fuck he's mean yourself. to everybody. No, I don't know. It's just it's like this is a weird one. Yeah, it was very kind of like, like, like this is why I don't like doing movies that are trying to be funny. Like I don't like doing that shit because it's like maybe you could chalk up some of this to like being just bad comedy. Yeah, you know. And like I said, I mean, I'm still going to stick to my guns with three and a half, but... Yeah, I'm still at a four. Then again, you know, if you would have asked five-year-old me when he... Five, six-year-old me watching it, like, what do you think of it? That movie was hilarious! You know? Of course, I'll be honest here and let you know a little bit about me. I was scared shitless of fucking Thriller when I was a kid. Thriller! I hid behind the fucking couch with a Captain Crunch cereal box... (laughs) Because I was like, yo, I can't watch this fucking video. <laughs> so I wasn't like good with horror shit when I was little. Yeah, but Thriller was kind of fucking dope, though. Not when you were fucking like five years old. It was scary as shit. You were like, yo, this motherfucker just turned into a zombie. Yeah, that's Granted, they I were dancing it. and shit, but it was like, the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, I mean, like I said, I'm still going to recommend it. Sure. It's a good, fun movie. Let's Maybe say. the sequels, you know... Did better. Picked it up a notch. Maybe they did. You know, maybe they stopped with all the goofy. Maybe they focused on something. Yeah, stopped being more, like, had the goofy parts and stuck with, like, some kind of scare tactic or something. Sure. Or stuck with a more spooky story. Spooky. I guess we're going to have to find out. Yeah, one day. No, no, we said it. next time for House (laughs) Numbskin. We said it at the beginning of this. If we are going to do... A house too, y'all have to tell us to do it. I agree. You know, yeah. We're I don't think put we'll, the ball in yeah. your court. I don't think we'll come back to this unless people want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. So finally, let us know. And guess what? For the fucking sixty fifth fucking time, I'm gonna tell you how. You like, subscribe, follow Instagram, Facebook. We're not really on Twitter that much. Maybe we Hell need to be more no, active. we ain't on Twitter. You know, whatever. We'll probably get silenced on Twitter. But follow us at Facebook and Instagram. You can leave comments on them, things like that. 
message us. Let us know, like, hey, this is what I want. Give us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, uh, where else? Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah, Facebook. You know, and... Oh, we're on Amazon now. Oh, we're on Amazon? Amazon Music, yeah. We weren't on there for a while, but we are now, so... Uh-oh. I don't think we... I don't think you can review on there. I mean, we're, maybe you can. I don't know, but... We're on another platform, so guess what? Steve's going to have a drink yeah. today. Here you go. So that's pretty dope. So, otherwise, you know, like, obviously you listen to us somewhere. You can send us reviews, recommendations on them things, or to our email, trash for brains. that's trash, F-E-R brains, at gmail.com. Phil says it a lot better, like the little micro-machines do back <laughs> in the day. Say it, Phil. Trash, F-E-R brains, at gmail.com. Yeah, at gmail.com. <laughs> And also, we have a podcast inside the podcast called Fear for Brains. Now, we did promise y'all an episode a month. Obviously, Phil promised you that. He's a fucking liar because he didn't bring shit this week. So, in March, you're going to get two Fear for Brains episodes. Correct. Maybe you'll get one. Listen, man, it's a fucking hard time. I'm going through some shit. Okay? So, I can't just be doing all the shit. Hey, man, life is short and hard like a bodybuilding elf. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hard out there. It's hard out here for a pimp. They wrote a song about it. Want to hear? Here it goes. Hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> like, what? But yeah, there'll be two next month. Yeah. And like I said, I'm going to stop being nice about this shit. Start recommending some fucking movies. Yeah. Recommend movies and any stories you want to hear us talk about on Fear for Brains. You can just send that to trashforbrains at gmail.com. You didn't finish it. Trash, if you are brains at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm getting sad, guys. Please start emailing us. Yeah, you don't want to see Phil cry. <laughs> you ever seen a fat man in an overcoat cry? Well, he's not really a fat man, but I'll put him in an overcoat and have him cry, and then we'll put a picture up. Listen. It'd be awesome if you did, and you would be happy to see your movies and stories talked about on this podcast. I know you would. Um, Actually, they'd be happy to hear it, not see it. Didn't I say hear? You said see. Whatever. I'm tired of you fucking saying see all the time. They'll, see, see, shit. they'll see the title. <laughs> if you put on fucking, what's that shit, closed captioning, you can fucking even see it. Probably <laughs> all fucked up. But other than that, I mean... I've had fun, as usual. I got some more beer to drink. True. You know? Truth. That's all I do is I speak the truth, son. You know what? I don't play games, Phil. Because I quit school. They have recess. <laughs> I don't play no fucking games. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm out. All right. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that life lesson. Bitch. Rude as fuck. Goodbye. I hate Phil. I love you. I love you so goddamn shit. much. Sometimes you want to go.